0: Welcome to another USA Hockey Magazine podcast. Today we're talking with Roger Grillo, who in addition to all of his other duties as a regional manager with USA Hockey's American Development Model, is filling the big shoes as the general manager for this year's Under-18 uh, under Men's Select Team that will compete in the Helinka gretzky Cup in the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Uh, that tournament runs uh, August 2nd through the 7th. Hey, Rog, thanks for taking the time. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, thanks for taking the time to talk.
1: Oh, my pleasure, Harry, and thanks for having me. I'm excited to uh, to talk to you about uh, this year's uh, Polinka gretzky team.
0: So, um, Tip, can you talk a little bit about uh, this team was selected following the USA Hockey BioSteel Boys Select 17 player development camp. Can you talk a little bit about the process of, uh, of picking this team?
1: Yeah, we had uh, 180 kids at camp, uh, ten teams, um, from kids from all over the country, and they were selected by their, you know, affiliates and district camps, and uh, some at large kids, some kids that uh, you know weren't able to get to those camps, so we had to bring them in as at large players, um, and uh, they uh, performed in five games, and then we selected. Uh, the top 40 kids to stay an extra uh, two days and we ran three games on those two days to select the 23 kids that will represent the United States in the Lincoln-Gresky Cup.
0: Um, so, Rod, you talk about um, you know the, the process of selecting this team but, but what were some of the things that you and your, the coaching staff were looking for uh, uh, when, you, when you were picking this, uh, this team?
1: Well, I think, you know, having, you know, been a part of this tournament, I think, you know, six other times, uh, and then, you know, a handful of other times in international play with our teams, I, I think a really critical component uh, is just, is kids who compete. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit different for a lot of these kids. Some of these kids will be their first time over to Europe. Um, for a lot of these kids, it'll be, you know, difference in food, difference in accommodations, um, you know, you're in a, a place that uh, English is a second or third language. Um, and so it's, it's, it's not the, the comforts of home. Um, and you're playing against the best players in the world. And, and you're on a big sheet, you're on an Olympic-sized sheet. So there's a lot of, a lot of uh, adjustment that has to be made by, by players and staff to just get comfortable in a short amount of time. And just roll up your sleeves and get after it and then and home a gold medal and so it's 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 trying to find those kids that you think can handle a little adversity that you think can can really compete consistently and then obviously we're looking for the best players I mean kids that uh, you know bring um, uh, that that uh, talent level um, and skill package uh, so that uh, we can go over there and, and, and play. Um, a style of hockey that gives us an
0: opportunity to win. You know, that's really interesting you say that about like for a lot of these kids it's their first time going overseas and 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 having to deal with, you know, maybe they don't have all the same creature comforts of home that they have in the past. Are there some tricks of the trade that you've found that, you know, to help these kids to adjust and to to find that comfort level where where they can keep their mind on on the task at hand on the ice and not worry about uh, the food or things like that?
1: Well, one of the things we're doing a little bit differently this year is we're not going over as early as we might have in the past. And part of that's COVID related, but also part of that is what I've found is that that stuff starts to wear on, on everybody. The longer you are over there and you get a little homesick, you get a little, you know, itchy for American food and, and, um, uh, you know, the creature conference that we're used to over here. Um, and so we're really going over there just a day and a half before we play. Um, and so we'll have a mini training camp in in New Jersey, um, where we'll spend three three and a half days preparing for the tournament. And then we'll fly over and, and uh, adjust from there. And then we have a phenomenal staff of coaches and support staff. And Mark Couples, our team leader, and <clears throat> Kevin Kruger is uh, our, our uh, therapist. And Dr. Charlie Plumpkin is our, our team doc. And and, and Mark Kumpel and, and Kevin Kruger in particular have been <clears throat> um, sending kids stuff to get them to start thinking about changing their, their body clock, meaning that, you know, it's a seven-hour time difference. Um, so start now to get used to that, you know, two weeks out, get up earlier, get a workout in, um, you know, do start planning for that process now, so that we're not, you know, uh, shocking the system once we get over there. So there's a lot of communication that's happening behind the scenes right now, with the coaching staff and the support staff with the players, uh, to just make sure uh, all the little stuff's in order, so that uh, we we can put our best foot forward.
0: So when you get these kids over to um, to New Jersey and you have this little mini mini camp. Uh, have you already had conversations with uh, with the coaching staff? Uh, maybe talking a little bit about what kind of style of play you that you know you think that is going to best fit the skill set of these kids?
1: Yeah, JD Forrest is our head coach. JD's uh, you know played on our national program. Is coach international program? Is the head coach of uh, Pittsburgh Penguins AHL uh, team, grant Penguins. Um, so he's a he's got a lot of experience in in this type of thing. Uh, so he brings a wealth of knowledge, and <clears throat> I think that the, the the biggest challenge that you face in a short turnaround tournament, it's literally two weeks, um, is uh, you know trying to get the kids as comfortable as possible, and not trying to fit them into what what the you know the staff feels should be the style of play. It's more playing to the strengths of of the players. And so what we've done for the first time ever is we're going to have an exhibition game over here in the United States our second day in the camp so that um, the coaches can get a a really good feel for what we really do have Um, and, and what's the strengths of the individual players and the team. And then let's build our team play around that rather than trying to, you know, fit them into what we think we want to do. Um, you just don't have the time to change habits and change you know, mind processes and, and strengths and weaknesses of the players. So it's really just you know, getting them comfortable <clears throat> and then getting them to compete as hard as they can. Uh, and, and another big factor in this tournament is just discipline. You can't. The European teams are really good on the power play, um, and you just got to be really cognizant of not um, shooting yourself in the foot by taking too many penalties.
0: No, absolutely. Who's uh, who's the exhibition game against?
1: We have a, a group of kids from the New Jersey area um, that uh, have been thrown together to give us uh, a, as good a challenge as possible. Some, some older kids, uh, some junior-age kids um, that will just gather together at the Prudential Center in downtown Newark, and, and we'll play uh, an, an exhibition game.
0: Nice, nice. You know, Roger you, you mentioned the... Um, uh, JD uh, Forrest having the experience with the National Team Development Program. Uh, this team does not include players from that the, the NTDP. Um, wh- why is that, and and why do you think why do you think that's a good thing to select a different group of players to represent our country in an international tournament?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, you know it's a uh, um, it's a unique situation because it's it's kind of the opposite for all the other. Uh, federations that are over there. I think in years past, that might have put us in a tough spot, uh, missing some of the top players in our country, and certainly there's kids in our national program that would make this team for sure. But I think that the the depth of of talent, it gives another 23 kids an opportunity to wear the covers. And really what it does is it it gives, because some of those kids will end up playing for our, our world junior team. And so they have they can reach back to some experience of wearing, you know, the Stars and Stripes and then playing against international play and playing, playing uh, on the big stage. Um, it just, I think it suits our world junior possibilities to be a, a stronger group. And, and, you know, the, the Holinka tournament is is the second best amateur tournament in the world. It's doesn't get a lot of press, doesn't get a lot of wear, partly because it's in the summer. Um but it's the best players at the age of 17 in the world. Um, and, and I'll tell you this, I, I think the, the, the beauty of where our country is right now is we had 180 kids at camp and, and we you know, selected it down to 40 to stay for a little mini camp and then we had to suck it, suck it down to 23 to represent. There's a lot of really good players that we were not able to take with us. Uh, we're leaving home some, some players that will play in the NHL. Um and I think it just speaks volumes of what's happening out there in the grassroots level with player development to have a much deeper pool than we've, we've had in, in years past and you know I go back my first team I, I coached was probably 15, 16 years ago and they were great players and there were some really good players that played in the NHL but you know it, it's just the, the, the depth of talent uh, is really impressive um, and um uh, it's really exciting uh, to see it, and I think it's going to bode well for for our our organization, USA Hockey, and our country uh, for years to come.
0: No question. No question. So, um, do are the uh, other teams that are participating in this tournament? And let's see, it's uh, the Czech Republic, Finland, Russia, Slovakia, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United States. Are they in the same boat? Is this is this pretty much they're putting together? Uh, all-star teams, so to speak, uh, to participate? Or do some of these teams have, uh, have they been together a lot longer than uh, than your team will be?
1: No, they're, they're their best players. They're, they're basically like an all-star team. I think some of the difference, and obviously COVID, you know, throws a curveball at everybody. Um, but a lot of, in the past, a lot of these teams have their they, they're, they're, um, path to get to the whole Inca tournaments. Quite a bit different than ours in that, that they'll be doing stuff with this group of kids throughout the summer. So we have a pretty good idea of who their their top twenty-three are. You know, throughout the entire winter, they have the international breaks where they're you know during the hockey season where they're pulling these kids together and, and training and, and skating. And so there's a there's a much more um, the disadvantage we have is is. We're kind of going in a little bit blind, with you know, no, not knowing the kids that well, them not knowing us. I think the European countries have a little bit uh, stronger grasp of that. Uh, so, so we just got to overcome that in a short amount of time and, and make sure we're we're doing uh, what we can to alleviate that that real um, hurdle. Got
0: it. Got it. Um, so, in the in the past, uh, the U.S. has. Um has finished uh, in the top three uh, 13 times, including winning the tournament in 2003. You finished second nine other times. Uh, what do you think it's going to take to get up, to, get to the top of the podium this time around?
1: Yeah, it's going to take our, our best effort. It's going to take um, you know, everybody pulling in the same direction. And, and it's, it's the stuff I talked about before it's that consistent compete level, it's that disciplined play that's going that's, you know, to. Uh, allow our team to play at full strength as much as possible or be on the power play as much as possible. Um, and to just really make sure that, uh, um, you know, we as a staff are, are, are preparing the kids in a manner that's going to allow them to have success because before you know it, our first game is going to be here and that first game is, you're like in the playoffs right out of the shoot. Um, there's no, like, uh, rolling into the tournament. Uh, you, you can't afford... Uh, to not be on your your best game uh, the first minute of the first game, and so that's our that's our plan. That's our uh, our marching orders moving forward, and, and I think we're really excited about it, and we're super excited about the group of kids that we have. That, that based on what we saw at the camp, it's a it's a deep, strong group, and and it's the, probably the most exciting part of it. Certainly for me is that our 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 most talented kids are also some of our hardest workers and that usually bodes well for a team
0: no question well Raj my last question to you is and you kind of touched upon it a little bit uh, you've been in, you've been on the ground floor of the uh, ADM since its inception and uh, just your, any last thoughts you have about you know the fruits of your labors and the labors of, of so many people other regional managers and others to really um, you know See what see what that's that's been able to accomplish on such a big stage like the holinka Gretzky Cup.
1: Yeah, like I said before, uh, Harry. It's it's exciting to see you know all the hard work of so many people, not just the Indian regional managers, but certainly the, the support people within all the affiliates and regions, all the volunteers, you know, all the, the leaders. <clears throat> we've had some some difficult uh, times where we've. Made some changes, you know. Whether it's the cross ice, whether it's moving body checking up, whether it's you know the icing on a penalty, you know, on a penalty kill to tag up offsides. There some things that weren't popular, but I think that are paid really strong dividends in, in player development. And it, you know, putting putting the individual player ahead of um, uh, at, at the front of the line, and and putting player development as a as a really important. Piece of the culture and environment our young kids are in uh, is really starting to really pay some big dividends, in my opinion, and it's exciting to see. And I think it's only going to get better.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hopefully, hopefully that uh, that that shows up uh, with a with you guys bringing home a gold medal from the uh, 2021 Holinka Gretzky Cup. Uh, we've been talking with Roger Grillo, who is the general manager for this year's team. Uh, getting ready to take off to go over to New Jersey and uh, have a small camp before the team takes over, off to go over to Pistani, uh Slovakia to, for the first game. Raj, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, I appreciate it, and I wish you nothing but the best of luck over over in the in Slovakia.
1: Thanks, Harry. I appreciate it.
0: And everybody, uh, you can follow uh, USA's progress uh, at usahockey.com, and... Uh, and we, uh, we look forward to uh, seeing how well they do and look forward to having everybody come back for another USA Hockey Magazine podcast.